What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Now it's time for The Beautiful Game with uh, Neil Humphreys, award-winning author and new paper columnist. As we look ahead to week two of the Premier League season, Neil, and a big problem for Manchester City. Kevin mm. De Bruyne, their wonderful, silky, creative midfielder, star for Belgium, out for probably three months because of a knee injury. Yes, I wrote a column about this uh, for the new paper a couple of days ago, possibly slightly contentious, because I suppose it was inevitable in a way, but there was quite a bit of chatter, both online and in in the newspapers of the UK, suggesting, wow, now this is great news for Liverpool and it's great news for Manchester United because we might finally have a title race. If you need to rely on your most enigmatic performer getting injured to make it competitive, you don't have a competition. It's not worth worrying about. And I I find it very disturbing that, I'm not going to use the word celebrated, that's too extreme, but certainly it was seen as almost a positive for the English game generally that the best player is around. I mean, that's like saying you want, you know, a boxing match, uh, you, you don't want to see Muhammad Ali because you want to see a fair fight or you want Wimbledon without Roger Federer because mm-hmm. then it'll be closer mm-hmm. or you want a golf tournament without Tiger Woods because then it'll be a level playing field. Utter nonsense. Mm-hmm. I thought it was nothing but disappointing that Kevin De Bruyne is out because he's a craftsman and here's the point that I think has been missed. A couple of points. First one, with or without De Bruyne, City are still winning, right? Because last week he only played for half an hour and they still beat Arsenal comfortably in second gear. That's the first point. The second thing is, Kevin De Bruyne was one of the few reasons I bothered to watch Manchester City mm-hmm. last season. They were one-paced games in the sense that it was all Manchester City, all counter-pressing, all one-sided, predictable outcome, mm. at least... When you watch De Bruyne work his magic, yeah. it was worth watching. He's the X Factor. I mean, he, he's yes. the best player in the league, would you say? Best oh, player in the league? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I, I personally think that Mo Salah won uh, the Football of the Year mm. honours, deservedly, but he had a better Cinderella narrative. Yes. You know, he's the he's the messianic figure from Egypt. You know, mm. he, 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 li- he literally walks on water, that guy. You yeah. know, I, I suspect this season he'll be top scorer and he'll stop all world wars and he'll get rid of global <laughs> poverty and he'll find a cure for the common cold. He's you so know? popular. I mean, that's Mo Farah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's practically a god in many countries. And that's great. Mm. That's great. But, but week in, week out, I preferred watching Kevin De Bruyne, mm. the De Bruyne, the way he orchestrates and controls games from central midfield. He sees things that other people don't yes. see, right? Long passes, short mm. passes. So the idea that somehow the league is is better off without him for a few months because it will make a closer title race is absurd. Mm. If that really is the case, you need to be looking at the league, not De Bruyne, because there's a real issue there. I think it's a sad loss. I still think Man City will win most of their games, if not all of them. 80% of them quite comfortably. I mean, do you really think they're playing Huddersfield Town mm. this weekend? And David Wagner, the, the Huddersfield manager, is going to say, boys, we've got a chance, <laughs> lads. Get in there, boys. No De Bruyne. Uh, I'm expecting a 2-0 victory. Mm. No danger. It's well, not going to happen. Well, he's had problems before with this uh, right knee. knee and, yeah. and it's actually, uh, we, you know, we heard about it in the news earlier, lateral collateral ligament lesion in his right knee. Mm. He did miss a dozen games a, a year or two ago with the same kind of injury and we're not going to have an operation so this one is worrying this one is more worrying yeah. Jason because the first injury that you mentioned was a contact injury right. this one wasn't right. nobody actually touched him oh dear he was in a training session and he apparently must have just turned on the ball or something and he went down mm. that's more worrying because mm. if it's twice in what do you say two I years I think a two year or two years, yeah. yeah 
that might be something that's just there. You know, it's something he's got to work on. And that is unfortunate. They're sending him, I, th- I, th- I think, they're certainly sending him overseas. I'm going to say Spain, but I could be wrong. But they're apparently sending him to one of the world's top knee specialists, the same one who worked on his knee before. So there's no doubt that they're worried about him. They, they had some uh, premiere this week for a new TV series they have on Amazon, and he turned up on uh, crutches, you know, which is a yeah. worrying sign yeah. in itself. So... Look, they're still going to win their games. They're still going to steamroll the most opposition. But you want to see your mm, artist mm, perform. Mm, mm, and I think it's very sad for the EPL. I'm looking at his height. I thought he was taller. He's only 5'11", 1.8 uh, metres. I was wondering whether, you know, being a, a, a taller guy. But he's actually not that tall. He's just sort of average height. Uh, you know, physically, when we look at his makeup, uh, the, the way that he moves and all that. And, uh, you know, he's been around for quite a long time. 2008 was when he started his career with uh, Genk in his native Belgium. I wonder physically if he can keep going. He's 27 now, uh, Neil, and he's had a lot of games under his belt. He has. I, I think he can because he's one of those fantastic footballers who's peaking now, mm. you know, 26, 27. He has peaked because in those early years, I mean, as we know famously, Jose Mourinho didn't mm. quite see what all the fuss was about, sold him on. Yes, he went um, to Werder Bremen on loan and then went to Wolfsburg after that. That's right, and relatively cheaply as well. And mm. then he, even at those clubs, he, there was a steady progression, but it wasn't mesmerizing uh, progression you know it wasn't meteoric only in the last two years or so he's really flourished so I do think he's peaking I think the bigger issue is Belgium of course reaching all the way to the third place playoffs yes no rest at all a lot of games no rest at all for De Bruyne I mean he's had a slight rest yes but he was still on the bench he was on the bench for the well he was there at the community shield you know trying not to get sunburned (laughs) he spent most of the game at Wembley under a towel like a boxer which is good he came off the bench last week didn't he and he made a difference. Although mm. I, I feel that Manchester City were never in never in danger of losing that game. I covered that game. It was so one-sided. It was worrying. And yeah. don't forget, this is against a, a top six contender yeah. in Arsenal. Nevertheless, when they brought on uh, De Bruyne for the last mm. half an hour, he just gave them a little sheen, mm. a little polish. You know, mm. a bit of class came through. And I, again, I'll say it again. It will be a loss for both... City and the Premier League. Do they need him? No. Would it make a difference? No. But does the league need him? Absolutely, yes. Did you know that De Bruyne's mother is English? I didn't know that. And she was born in Burundi and has lived in the Ivory Coast. So it's uh, it's interesting, isn't it? When you look at his background, he's kind of like the the boy next door. Look, he's you know he he. There's no expression on that face, is it? Is That's it? where he got the ginger from. <laughs> this is what you're really leading up to. I'm not having a go at his ginger hair. but he, he, Ginger or strawberry blonde? It's all falling into place now. I don't know too many Belgian gingers. Uh, he's, he's got ah, the English ginger. The penny's dropped. The, the, the ginger penny has dropped. Bless him. Very quickly, will Manchester City win the title even though he could be out till Christmas? Yes, of course. I don't have any doubts about that. I mean, oh, let's all get the world's smallest violin for Manchester City. Oh, there's no De Bruyne? Okay, you bring back David Silva. <laughs> or you bring back uh, Gundogan. Or you bring mm. in uh, Ben, Ben, what's his name? Foley? Not I think Ben Davis. Uh, no, no, <laughs> uh, of course not. Okay. But right. Ben something. And, yeah. uh, you know, considered to be the best young English midfielder in the country. They have three, possibly four re- ready-made replacements. Right. Last week, very quickly, against Arsenal, mm. uh, the TV guys put out an alternative 11, mm. a completely different 11 players yes. that did not feature against Arsenal. They'd beat almost everybody right. in the EPL. That's how much strength in depth City have. No problem for them. I don't think Huddersfield, as I say, are going to be <laughs> celebrating. Hey, no point. <laughs> All right. For now, thank you very much, uh, Neil Humphreys. This has been The Beautiful Game on Money FM Weekend Mornings with me, Jason Dacey.